This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Do you have a point of sale system you can trust or is it <clears throat> a real POS? You need Shopify for retail. From accepting payments to managing inventory, Shopify POS has everything you need to sell in person. Go to shopify.com slash system, all lowercase, to take your retail business to the next level today. That's shopify.com slash system. If you're struggling to lose weight, you've probably heard about weight loss medications like Wigovi or ZepBound, and you might be wondering if they're right for you. Meet Plush Care, a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. If you qualify, they can safely prescribe you medication from the comfort of your own home. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. plushcare.com slash weight loss. Do you have an upcoming community event, rally, march, festival, or fundraiser that could do with some free publicity? TNT Radio wants to promote it for you. Simply visit the What's On Events calendar on the TNT Radio website and submit your event details, and we'll get the word out, helping you make a difference on TNT Radio. You know, Dustin, someone sent me a video clip of an event entitled Happy Dragmas, because, of course, everything has to be dragged now. And look, I couldn't care less. You want to be a drag queen? You want to go to a drag show and be entertained? Fine, that's adult entertainment. Stop pushing it on the children. But all of this coming from so many different directions all at the same time, people are starting to realize, people that haven't been paying attention are, are saying to themselves, you know, this this seems like it might be coordinated. This feels coordinated. <laughs> yeah, it is coordinated. All by the same people, funded by the same people, pushed by the same people. This transgender issue, the uh, drag issue, everything. It's it's to debase us morally. It's to, you know, let, hey, here's an idea. We're overpopulated, so we need to lower the population. We'll reduce men's sperm count. How can we do that? Oh, let's include soy in every single processed food in fact let's even take it to an extreme and create something called an impossible burger it is an impossible <laughs> burger if you eat them it will be impossible for you to have children <laughs> men's sperm count men under 40 have one-third the sperm count that men of my generation had when we were under 40 okay this is an absolute coordinated attack on humanity yeah, definitely. I, and just because you mentioned that, here where I live, there was a uh, gay pride, you know, festival during a uh, gay pride month. Someone had sent me a video. The the MC at the event is standing there, and they're going, "We are so proud that over twenty six percent of the children in the public school system here identify as LBGTQ." And I'm like, "Okay." What is proud about that? Like, what are you so proud of the fact that 26% identify as LBGTQ? Meanwhile, they had those drag, you know, dancers you're talking about there, which, you know, who knows if some of them are actually transgender, they're cross-dressers. But see, what I, I did a video on this before I started my show. What's happened is this is not about, and this is why I, I can't even argue with folks on the left who are family and stuff because they don't see this. 
This is not Harvey Milk, okay, fighting for equal rights anymore. These are nothing more than giant sex festivals. That's they're just sex festivals. They're freaks that want to go out there and have sex with every person they see, and that's what it's become. And so, why are people dressing up their children in rainbow t-shirts and bringing them to a sex festival? This is like if I was a swinger and my wife and I brought our son to the swinger party we were going to. We said, hey, it's part of our culture and he needs to understand to re- how to respect us. Because I, I found several articles with doctors, psychiatrists. They're just crazier than the people they're treating. And they were talking about how they bring their five-year-olds to the gay pride festivals and they explain to them ahead of time, you might see sexual activity going on. How is this not grooming? Is that not what it is? When you start bringing your kids to sex festivals guys dance around on floats with nipple tassels it's all it is but then if that's what it is then just be honest and tell me that's what it is you don't have to gaslight me and tell me it's about equal rights because it has nothing to do right yeah the big question yeah the big question isn't why children need to see the drag queens the big (laughs) question is why do the drag queens want an audience of children and i said last night you know the okay boomer meme right the that ennui laden millennial response to anyone over the age of 60 okay boomer well i want to make it okay groomer right anytime somebody starts pushing this pride bs and interestingly their flag only has six colors not the seven in the in the biblical and in the natural world spectrum right there's no indigo and Anytime they start pushing this BS, Dustin, I want it to become a thing where people just say, okay, groomer. (laughs) I'm serious. I mean, this stuff is common sense. This is common sense. And I haven't spent a lot of time digging into all this uh, because this is the kind of thing where I would tell people, listen, it's orchestrated. Don't bang your head against the wall. I'm talking about my, my conservative Fox News watching friends. If you understand what transhumanism is, you understand technocracy, you understand the depopulation plans, you will realize that this is just one of the adoption campaigns. It's just one of the desensitization campaigns. If you can blur the lines between male and female, you could eventually get people to believe they're not human and want to transcend into the cloud along with Ray Kurzweil and Elon Musk and the rest of them. It's very easy to get people to do that once they don't even believe in male and female anymore. It's quite easy to accomplish this. It takes them, you know, decades. It takes them a generation. But I think also with technology and uh, you know mass social media, the propaganda that comes out. We talked earlier about this AI personal Jesus antichrist. That's what I call it. That's already coming to us in a sense. You know, my Twitter feed is different than your Twitter feed, our timelines, you know, when we look at it. When you do a Google search, it's different than my Google search. This has been going on now for 10 years through semantic search. So everything is already coming to us in a personalized, choose-your-own-adventure, feedback loop, echo chamber. So they can manipulate you. They can confirm your biases. This all grows out of the MK Ultra mind control programs that we did shortly after World War II, headed up by Sidney Gottlieb out of Fort Detrick in Frederick, Maryland, who was actually trained by Nazi scientists and Japanese torturers. This stuff has been going on for a long time. They could manipulate each of us at a personal level already, and they could... um, 
They can literally mind control and mind hack people as we speak. It's it's happening to you and I in a sense. Um, and then we are also feeding the system as well. I tell the audience I'd be a hypocrite if I didn't admit to it. I know when I'm recording my podcast, this is all going up into my digital footprint file and is going to be used against me at some point. But hey, that's the way it is. Of we course. live inside the system. That's what I tell people. We are in a system you of know, technocracy. That, that actually... Yeah, you just gave me an an idea for a new intro to my show. It's like a Miranda warning, right? <laughs> the ideas you hear may be used against you. <laughs> <laughs> the ideas you hear may be used against me. Yeah. <laughs> No, definitely. Um, you know, we are in a culture of technocracy already. I mean, you mentioned it in the beginning of the show when you were talking about examples of how technology and medicine could be used to help people with, you know, short-term life extension, uh, with, with things like paralysis or with dementia. You know, so we're already in this system of technocracy in a way. This is why I would say to my audience that what's coming is really inevitable. You can't really stop it. Now, once you understand it, there are certain people that are going to have different goals than other people. My goals may be different than your goals. You're willing to tolerate a certain level of this. Uh, maybe it's more than I am in certain areas I'm not. But once you understand what's actually going on, then you could develop goals for how you want to live one foot outside of this. For most of us, probably your audience and my audience, hey, look, if I was independently wealthy and I had $10 million, I would go buy 100 acres in the middle of West Virginia and I'd live like Ted Kaczynski and you probably would never hear from me again but unfortunately i'm not in that situation so i have to step one foot into the matrix to make my uh, food coupons which is money either by building websites for people or doing my podcast or other things that we do in order to uh, generate some revenue and put food on our table so i can't afford to live uh, full amish at this point but that's what i think the more you understand the more you can then make decisions in your life about how to reach certain goals what goals are realistic what uh, revenue streams are going to be realistic. A lot of people come to me now, they're worried about with CBDC, what's going to happen to their 401ks, what's going to happen to the money in their IRAs. I'm not a financial advisor, but I say it's good that you're starting to think about this stuff because I think a lot of this comes into uh, play over the next seven years. 2030 is definitely a big year for these guys. So they're working towards those goals, which means you have time to prepare. Some people may say, screw it, I'll deal with it. I'll go get the brain chip and I'll live inside the metaverse. Hey, that's cool. Then my show helped you out. You probably understand the technology behind it. And you'll have a good time inside the metaverse. That's how I look at it. Yeah, and it's opening up new opportunities for us because pretty soon we're going to be able to sell our unvaxxed blood at a premium. And my personal, uh, you know, I joke, but it's really not a joke. My personal retirement plan is highly motile, numerous sperm that unvaxxed <laughs> uh genetically advantaged uh no no disease no cancer uh six foot five thin athletic uh, intelligent i you know i'm gonna corner the market baby oh hey how do we sign up can we start doing that now have you find uh have you found a buyer yet well, you see, I, I got a plan. It's 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 fifty thousand dollars, right? Because people are spending fifty thousand dollars to go and adopt some uh, baby from Eastern Europe or from China or whatever. And meanwhile, we're killing babies here. 
That's another uh, completely different show. But so it's going to be $50,000 per natural insemination, right? So we're going to try month one. And if, if we succeed, we succeed. And if we don't, we go back uh, the next month. But I'm morally opposed to in vitro fertilization because it creates more embryos than are used. And I believe that life begins at conception and, and every life is, is unique and, and morally distinct. So we're going to go natural conception because at the end of the day, Dustin, if any husband agrees to this, he's absolutely positively a cuck. Not only can't he impregnate his wife, but he's willing to pay $50,000 for another man to do so. <laughs> That's insanity. Yeah. I know the in vitro stuff's crazy too. It's like you read all the articles. Oh, it's great. We can pick through the embryos and decide which ones have all your bad traits. And then we can go and then fuse the good DNA into the bad DNA. The funniest thing, I'll just mention this because I'm pretty sure. Oh, yeah. Peter Thiel's involved. It's a company called Orchid Biosciences that's doing this in vitro stuff. And guess who is one of, I think it was the major investor is the wife of Sergey Brin that was running 23andMe. So I'm saying, where are they getting all the good DNA to fuse into the bad DNA with Orchid Biosciences? Oh, maybe that's... It's all these idiots that wanted to find out who they were. <laughs> yeah. And now that, that DNA is being used to fuse into this good DNA. And then the ultimate goal is those are going to be the uh, kids that eventually are going to be grown inside these synthetic womb chambers. I mean, this is... I mean, and again... This stuff, as you know, because you obviously know science and you're flipping through and reading this type of news all the time. For the audience out there, this stuff is not uh, conspiracy theory. This is out in the open. These companies exist. There's real investors. There's billions of dollars behind this. They do uh, press releases and annual reports and white papers. This stuff is all out there. All I do is I analyze their own words. Now, could the white paper be fake? Could the CEO talking about it be fake? Yeah, okay, if it's fake, it's fake. I mean, I'm not going to be able to figure that out. I'm not sitting inside their laboratory. But this stuff all comes from their own words. And I look at all the money that flows behind these companies. I look at the angel investor, then the Series A, Series B, Series C, Series D money. And you go, yep. It's all real. It's all here. And in a lot of cases, they're doing partnerships with the government. That's why I say on my show, there is no deep state. There is only the state. And so uh, the state is behind a lot of this stuff. And then when it comes to the technology, a lot of these companies are started with CIA money through InQtel. And then as soon as they get the uh, technology running, they get a major government contract and they come back and then they use the technology inside of the government to track us, to trace us, to use facial recognition against us, to track us down within the IRS. So the technology that we fund is then used against us under the guise that they love us and it's there to protect us and so as i always say remember safe dustin the government loves we're you keeping Timothy. you safe dustin they're keeping <laughs> you safe they villainize the cops uh in new york city they incentivize crime and then uh every three months they go look we caught a guy with facial recognition and everyone who got mad at the government for villainizing the cops then cheers on the same government that installed the facial recognition and you say you can't figure out what's actually going on here they're driving you into the arms of dystopian uh ai policing that's what they're actually doing and people can't recognize it RoboCop was not just a entertaining <laughs> movie. You're listening to The Reckoning on TNT Radio.
This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Do you have a point of sale system you can trust or is it <clears throat> a real POS? You need Shopify for retail. From accepting payments to managing inventory, Shopify POS has everything you need to sell in person. Go to shopify.com slash system, all lowercase, to take your retail business to the next level today. That's shopify.com slash system. Price hike excuse. A massive economic downward spiral. Thanks to Biden's war on fossil fuels and other policies. 40-year high inflation. Rising prices. Direct result of the bad decisions that Joe Biden has made. Facing food shortages. Today's News Talk Radio. TNT. You know, Dustin, you mentioned earlier um, how people are starting to wake up and you use the term conspiracy theory. I think if people have learned nothing over the last two years, three years now, they've learned that conspiracy theorists are only pattern recognition experts (laughs) that are 12 to 18 months away from being seen as prophets right as, <laughs> as as seers as we 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 who can pattern recognition or pattern recognize are are and see around corners are uh are, are the new gurus uh based on our ability to spot the bs early and call it out you mentioned uh pain.tv mike moore's channel he's got the thomas Payne podcast uh, check him out on pain.tv. I was on Mike's show on April 15th in 2020. Okay. Before the vaccines were even out, I was explaining all the BS with all the R not values. Remember when the whole COVID thing got started, it was the R not value, the R not value. It's like, well, you don't know what the R not value is because it's a ratio of the number of people that got sick as a, a, a measure of is a, is a percentage of the number of people that have been exposed to the virus. There's no test for the virus. We have no idea how many people have been exposed. You don't know what the denominator is. So any R not value that you see published is completely made up and on and on and on. And I warned ahead of time about these mRNA vaccines because they had been trying to get them approved for 30 years. They first tried it with AIDS. Fauci was actually found guilty of lying to the army twice. So how is he still in his job? Probably the same way that J. Edgar Hoover was able to stay in his job by blackmailing everybody that could take him out of his job. I have no proof of that, but that's the only explanation as to why that half-pint Hitler has been able to stay as the only director of NAID uh, in its history. So I went back on Mike's show in June, and I did the whole show laying out the technology. Right, laying out what mRNA is and what this technology was and what the dangers were. And now here we are, died suddenly is the number one cause of illness. <laughs> Cleveland Clinic just published a study showing that the mRNA jabs increase COVID risk with each subsequent boost. We've got data out of Israel showing that one jab compromises your immune system 30%, two jabs compromise it 80%. And if you get boosters, you're going from there. So people basically have vaccine-induced immune deficiency syndrome. It's an AIDS-like syndrome where their bodies not only can't fight off any viruses, protozoa, uh, mold, bacteria, but 
rogue cancer cells. We're seeing cancers develop. They're phenomenally aggressive. Physicians have told me they've never seen cancers so aggressive. I had one friend's daughter have to have an ovary removed because a cancer had wrapped so completely around it that the only way to get rid of the cancer was to take the ovary. You know, fortunately she has two, but she had, you know, half of an ovary and fallopian tube removed because of the cancer. Our, we have rogue cancer cells all the time. All a cancer cell, folks, is is a, a cell that reproduces itself in an unregulated manner, right? It's not, it doesn't uh, stop reproducing based on contact inhibition or uh, physiological conditions. It just keeps multiplying and forms either a tumor or other form of cancerous growth. And our bodies find these all the time and zap them. Well, if you've got a compromised immune system, that doesn't happen. So basically, Dustin, we're walking amongst people that have no functional immune system, and it's been all been done by design. Yeah, and it's I mean, all it, been done for power plus profit. Power. My 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 uh, equation on this show is power plus profit equals control. Definitely. I agree with you. And, and I think everyone out there is starting to see more and more of this in their personal life. And they'll tell you, oh, it's anecdotal. It, yeah, it's anecdotal that nine people out of the 11 people I know are dying. Like, I mean, give me a break. Uh, I know a lot of older people whose cancer came back literally within a few months of them getting the first jab. I've got a cousin of mine who got jab while she was pregnant. Her daughter ends up being born with this rare disease. She has to take medicine for the rest of her life. Uh, see a doctor every month for the rest of her life. I've got friends of ours that are jabbed and boosted up. They've had COVID seven times. I'm like, seven times? What the hell are you doing? On top of it, they have people addicted to running down to a CVS parking lot and getting jabbed in the nose up into their brain all the time. I have people that we know, uh, relatives, that have turned into such hypochondriac germaphobes. They have testing kits at home. Every morning, they're literally taking a test. Every time they get the sniffles, they go, uh, hey, listen, can I stop by? I want to drop some off. Don't worry. I don't have COVID. I did a test. I'm like, what are you, nuts? These people are crazy. And I remember you were, at least in the circle of uh, independent media I was involved with, I don't even remember... I I can't remember if you came on the Douglas to Cody show and talked about it as well. You were the first did, guy. Yeah. yeah. With a science background, you were the first guy with a science background who was actually blowing the whistle on this, uh, which is why I want to get you on uh, my show. Cause I don't talk about COVID land and the vax that much in the show. We're going to start doing a little bit, but I stay clear. You, you give you, him much too much credit, by the way, when you, when you call it a high school theatrical, <laughs> you give him much too much credit. I, I call it middle school, right? This is a, this <laughs> A middle school play oh, you know where the scenery it. is all really bad and, yeah. yeah that's i gotta change it that covid land the middle school uh theater production and I mean, it's just that's what i call it because within five minutes they rolled out the plexiglass you know the sneeze sneeze guards that were going to save us it was like a half of a piece of plexiglass hanging from a chain from the ceiling that's uh moving around and then the 16 year old kid who works at the register he's like i can't hear you sir so he puts his face around the outside of this you know tim i just told well, the story meanwhile there's no plexiglass behind him and the people at the next aisle are literally standing <laughs> next to him with no plexiglass in between them it's hilarious that's me insane I, i'll tell you this i just had uh uh a child he's uh six weeks old and so i did a whole show on this because Mazel tough 
Oh, thank you. We we had it all planned. We were using a midwifery. Uh, it was all planned for a home birth. We had a doula, took a lot of classes, did a lot of research on this. It was all set up. My wife went into labor for, she was 48 hours. She labored at home. Infection ended up setting on. The midwives did a transfer to the hospital. And although we were totally planned for this with all the research. So we go into the hospital and it starts. I was prepared for it. Uh, you got to put on the mask. And they're handing out the little, this is six weeks ago, man. They're handing out the little paper mask with the elastic bands. And I said, you're not even going to start with this nonsense, are you? Uh, yeah, you have to. I said, I can see your lips sticking out from the side it does absolutely so it was, you had to refight the whole covid land middle school production and so then we get up to the hospital room and the nurse walks in and she goes okay listen everyone has to take covid tests i said no we're not taking covid tests what no one has ever refused COVID tests. I said, we're not doing COVID tests. So then uh, she says to me, okay, well, then we're going to have to isolate you. So they put tape all over the outside of our door. We're in COVID isolation. They come in with personal protective equipment. You know what it was? Two of those paper masks and the equivalent of a lobster bib. And I start laughing. It was the <laughs> dumbest thing I've ever Kick seen. Kick them out. Kick them out. Tell them that's your private space and you want full <laughs> level four bunny suits. <laughs> I told them I wanted hazmat suits in there. So and so then with yeah, the doctor. Yeah. The doctor came in and they start feeling us out. Like, why did you refuse the COVID test? And I said, listen, it's none of your business why we refuse the COVID test. Like, you know, we're not doing it. So then I actually said to them, I told this, I did a three-hour podcast on this. I said, listen, I said, I want you guys in hazmat suits and I want to know which ones of you are vaccinated because I don't want you shedding all over us in this room and getting my uh, unborn child sick. And so they're what? They treat you like you're crazy, but I flipped the whole thing around luckily our midwife was with us and our doula was with us both of which are unvaccinated and part of the whole natural birth world but oh man it was hilarious and then in the middle of the night i go out and the seven nurses are sitting in their station with no mask on i told them i'm calling the cdc on you folks how dare you be out here with no mask I, it was it's such a middle school production uh that, that and why people go along with it i guess people like to be part of live action role play i mean that's all i could imagine because it doesn't make any sense well if we've learned nothing else in the last two years it's how gullible people are. And also, though, Dustin, the dark side of it, we understand now how East German, the East German Stasi was able to exert such total control over that country with so few agents, right? Because they had neighbors reporting on neighbors. Brooke McGowan saw it in, in Hawaii. She had it happen. Her next-door neighbor blew the whistle on her because she didn't wear a mask to walk her garbage to the end of her driveway. She literally got a knock on the door because she'd gone outside to bring the garbage to the end of the driveway without a mask on. And it never lose sight of the fact of all the little fascists and proto-fascists and wannabe fascists we live amongst. I agree with you 100%. If that is the one takeaway of all of this, you're correct. It's that people should realize how easy it was for what happened there under Nazi Germany to happen because we saw it in real time. The difference was this time they weren't asking. Meanwhile, I got Facebook. Yeah, meanwhile, I got I got kicked in the Facebook gulag in March of 2020 for using boxcar memes, for making boxcar memes because we saw all this coming. You and I talked about it. We saw this coming. 
Oh, yeah. I mean, there was a lot of people that did. Uh, and, and you brought up, I'll make this quick, you brought up at the beginning of this segment about being prophets. Well, you have Ray Kurzweil, you have Yuval Noah Harari. They're, go, they're called futurists and prophets by the elites. And I always tell the audience, they're not futurists and prophets. They are the guys who are actually helping engineer the system. They're just telling you what they're doing tomorrow for work. And in our particular case, people that are called conspiracy theorists, we're just reading what those guys are talking about and then telling you what's coming in three years from now because it's already written because it's already written about it's already done it's a done deal and so they're it is absolutely i can't thank you enough for coming on you're you're my first guest that i've i've had on both hours folk if you're listening on the podcast platforms podbean uh, spotify apple podcasts spreaker all of them Go back and listen to the first hour as well, because these will be two separate episodes. Dustin, congratulations on uh, your new life, your new wife, your new baby. Congratulations on the new show. It's been too long, and we're definitely going to have to have you back. This has been both uh, enlightening, illuminating, and entertaining as always. Appreciate you. Thank you very much. God bless you, and I'll get you on my show so people could meet the man who first blew COVID out of the water. All right. Until next time, God bless you. God bless these United States. Keep fighting the good fight.